Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to Ugly the Podcast as hosted by me, Tills Wills, the host of Ugly the Podcast, Tilly Wilson. On today's episode, I want to talk about how being selfish for your mental health is the most selfless thing that you can do for yourself. And I also want to talk about the impact of people pleasing and caring about people's opinions, but also the knock on effect that it has of not caring about people's opinions, for example, achieving your dreams or just bettering your mental health, because I've had some weird and freaky physical signs recently where I've been caring about people's opinions and thinking about what people think about me. And literally the universe slapping me on the arm and telling me to stop. So today I want to talk about being selfish is actually a selfless thing. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to rate it or turn on post notifications or even drop me a message on Instagram or TikTok or wherever you want to. If you ever need any help or anything like that. Enjoy. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. To start off this episode, I wanted to give a little bit of a, a backstory, a little bit of a journey into why I actually wanted to record this episode. And recently with my podcast, I've been trying to think of what I've been going through that I could talk about that could also obviously be helpful to other people. And recently I've been quite down. I wouldn't say depressed, but I would say quite down. And I'm not like that, to be honest. I'm a very happy person. I mean, I'm very sensitive and I'm very emotional. So I am quite prone to, if I feel sad, I will feel it wholly and I will sit with that emotion, but not for too long because I can't sit with it for too long. But I'm not usually a sad person, but in the past couple of weeks, it's kind of hit me. And even my mum and dad have noticed as well that when I came home and literally when I sat in the car on the way home from the train station, my dad was like, I knew that you weren't doing well. He was like, I can just see it on your face. He was like, you've changed. Someone's done something. I have, in a nutshell, been selfish towards my own mental health for the sake of other people. And that means that I've been upset and I've been sad and I have been affected by actions, but I have not told that person and I've not brought brought it up to those people that they made me feel the way I feel because I didn't want them to be angry at me. And I want to talk about how the effect of being selfish for other people has a detrimental effect on your mental health because my mental health has deteriorated because I haven't been selfless for myself. I haven't been selfish in order to better myself and that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm going to talk about that today. I'm such a sensitive and emotional person so that when I do feel sadness and I don't feel it as often as I used to, but when I do, I feel it wholly and I feel it take over my whole body. But 
when it comes to confronting where those emotions have come from, if it's come from a person, I tend not to tell that person. I tend to box it up and hide that emotion away and keep it stored with me so that whenever it comes back round to seeing those people or spending time with that group of people or whoever it is, that emotion just boils up and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And it could be on me for the fact that I hadn't confronted that emotion soon on. But in a friendship or in a romantic relationship or with your family members, if someone makes you feel an emotion that is detrimental to your mental health, you need to bring it up and you need to talk to them about it. And I say this, but I don't do it myself, but I'm trying to this year. But you need to tell that person what they're doing to you. And it doesn't even have to be in a way where you're angry at them. All you have to do is say, look, you upset me when you did this. Can you not do it in the future? And that person then has the opportunity to change. And that person has the opportunity to make you feel the way that you should be feeling in a friendship. The reason why I think I've been having these physical signs, which I've never experienced before. And recently when I have been down in the past couple months or the past couple weeks, I have literally had signs where I should stop caring about what these people think. Because whenever I think about them and whenever I think about a negative, uh, the negative impact that they've had on me or something they've done bad to me, or if I think of that event that happened that has taken a, a, a toll on me, something happens to my body to almost make myself stop thinking about this person and cut them out. For example, this is sound probably really stupid, but was filling up my water this morning and I was thinking about a negative event that someone had done to me and my water just started overflowing and it went everywhere and like it went all at me a couple of hours later I don't know how long I've been awake for a couple of hours later a couple of hours later I was making my coffee and for the first time ever and we've had this coffee machine for years the coffee started like spitting at me like the really hot thing when I was thinking of that person doing something to me the other day when I came back, I was in my room and I can't remember what happened. It was something like all my books fell off when I was thinking of something bad that had happened to me. Um, but I've got like a very stable bookshelf. So I don't know how the hell that happened. Maybe my house is haunted. I don't know. But I've had physical signs to literally stop caring about what people think about me or stop caring about these certain people in my life. I'm always such a big advocate for cutting people off and when I say cutting people off, it sounds so brutal and it sounds so mean and horrible. But also it's your life. It's literally your life. You shouldn't be this young and being made to feel the way that you feel. I was speaking to my dad about it and he said he finds it crazy how, you know, these are the best years of your life where you haven't really got many burdens. He said life gets harder. He was like, you just learn to deal with it. But when you're at this age... You shouldn't be surrounding yourself by people that make you feel bad about yourself. You've got nothing bad to feel about, you know? I'm living my life currently and I'm content with, you know, I've found the most wonderful friendship. I've got incredible parents. I live in a lovely town. But there are still things in my life that I can't seem to cut out that are making me feel down and they're making me feel depressed. But it's... It's hard to cut people out and be nice about it. But also you can mean the utmost kindness when you're cutting this person out. This friendship could not be working for both of you or that romantic relationship could just be breaking down. You know, you as two people are just too different 
and you're going in different directions, that doesn't mean that it has to be a screaming match when you cut this person off. It can mean a, a talk with the utmost respect and kindness and love for each other, but just the recognition that you just don't work and that's okay. You know, that person is just not the person that you want in your life anymore. They're not, you know, the kind of person that you want to surround yourself with and that's fine. They'll find people that will want them around in their life always. It's just not you. And that's fine. That's nothing wrong with you. That's not you being horrible. It's just the recognition that you need to change something in your life if you're feeling the way that you feel. I, for example, am feeling down right now. And whenever I do feel down or whenever I do feel sad, I always try to change something in my life. Because obviously, if everything was perfect, I wouldn't be feeling the way I'm feeling. The reason why I feel down, I've narrowed it down to a few things and I'm trying to change those aspects of my life because I've got such big dreams and I'm sure, you do, I'm sure you do too. You've got such big goals for yourself and such big aspirations in your life that, you know, you want to achieve them. You want to be thinking about them all the time and you want to constantly be working on yourself and bettering your mental health and getting your dreams and your dream lifestyle and living in that dream apartment. You don't want to have to be thinking bad emotions about yourself. You don't want to be sat there in sadness because someone was mean to you. You want to be sitting reading a book with peace in your mind, you know, not thinking about that sad emotion in your mind because someone was horrible to you. You kind of want to be able to be surrounded by people that if that friendship isn't working, hopefully they're the type of person where they're going to understand your point of view and they're going to understand that, okay, this friendship isn't working. It's sad, but I'm not going to be horrible about it. It just doesn't work anymore. I've filmed four analogies Three of them were about a pink and a blue sheep and one of them was about being thrown into a lion's den and told to deal with it. That's not what I'm going to talk about now. What I am going to talk about though is ways to get over your people pleasing and ways to put your mental health first. Because I feel like there's this misconception that being selfish is a bad thing. And the word selfish, yes, it does have negative connotations because I don't know, when I think of selfish, I think of if someone that was pregnant stood in front of me on a bus and I carried on sitting down. That's selfish. Of course it is. But I'm talking about being selfish is putting your mental health first. Think of you and a friend. That friend has really, really hurt you. You don't tell them. You get worse. They stay the same. That is selfish towards yourself because you're not looking out for yourself. You're putting someone else's bad intentions and bad actions in front of calling them out, possibly causing an argument. But if there is also caused an argument, they're not the right person in your life. They should understand what they've done wrong and the fact that they've upset you and looked to change. But what I'm saying is, if being selfish for your mental health means that in order for you to get better, you have to take people out of your life, you have to do it. Because as I said, you want to sit every day and just constantly be thinking about your dreams and I don't know, what you're going to do later and the friends you're going to see tomorrow and all the fun times that you've got ahead of you. You don't want to be constantly made to feel like you're in a little pit and there's no ladder, that you're stuck in this hole and that you're never going to get better. I spoke to my friend recently. She was telling me some issues that she was having with her friendship group. And I said, do you not realise that these people are making you feel like you have a diagnosed mental illness? You have to put things in black and white. If you're going to be selfish to better your mental health you have to put things plain and simple if someone's upsetting you 
you have to put it down to black and white. This person is making me feel like I want to cry every day. And it's brutal. And it's really, you wouldn't say that directly to them. I mean, you probably should. I don't know. That's your opinion. But in order for me to realise how bad my mental health gets sometimes, I have to put things simply. I have to literally be like, if I carry on, I will be really sad. So these are the things that I do to change that. Whenever I do feel down, the first thing that I do is a bit of introspection and a bit of understanding into why I could be feeling down. That means grabbing a journal, grabbing a piece of paper, grabbing a napkin if you're out and forget your bloody journal every single time I leave the house. It's actually ridiculous at this point. I spend all this money on this journal and I never use it. I just use napkins. Anyway, grab a journal and literally write down exactly how you feel down to the tiniest thing. I started my journal entry today with, I want to start my YouTube again. Because that, oh, surprise, I'm starting my YouTube again. Anyway, moving on. Um, But be as brutal and as honest and as plain and simple as you can. You don't have to write in riddles, which I tend to do. Therefore, I get confused with actually how I feel because, I don't know, I could be feeling sad, but on a piece of paper, I'm like, I feel like a raindrop. I don't know, that was really weird. But write it plain and simple. And sometimes I found that I had to rip out the first half of my journal from last year in order to carry on writing in it because the first half of it was so negative and it was just so intertwined with this feeling of sadness that I couldn't actually carry on with the journal. So if you do want to write negatively, write it on a napkin, write it on a separate piece of paper that you could just rip out the main bit and stick it into your book. I wrote yesterday, as I said, on a napkin and it was very negative. It was very me just pouring out my emotions and the way that I felt. And I didn't want to have to put that in my journal because as I said, I'm very sensitive. And when I feel sad, I feel it wholly. I didn't want that to take up my journal. So I just ripped out the front bit and put it in my journal and that feeling was gone. Also, the second part that I do whenever I start to feel down after I've done some introspection is working on things that would better my mental health. So if I'm feeling sad and I pin that reason to I haven't done much exercise, I will go on a walk. I'll go on a run. If I'm feeling sad because I'm surrounding myself with the wrong people, I will text an old friend to ask them if they want to go out for coffee. I will text someone in my class that I've never hung out with and be like, hey, did you want to get a drink sometime? Or I don't know, call my parents. I call my sister you know, find some familiar friendly faces that make you feel happy or even form some new connections. I met possibly the greatest friend I've ever had in my life the other month. And she's truly taught me what it means to be loved and how I should be loved in a friendship. And I've honestly never felt happy and I'm so grateful. And that's because I put myself out there and was like, hey, do you want to get a coffee so that I would connect with someone new? A third thing that I do, aside from journaling, finding out the reasons why I'm sad, working on things that could better myself being sad, is treating myself with kindness and giving myself time. And I always say, give yourself some empathy. But if your mum came to you and said, oh, I'm feeling really sad, you wouldn't say to her, okay, like give it a day and then tomorrow, just like ignore it and move past it. You would make her a tea. You would take her out for a drink, you would buy her some flowers, you would put on her favourite movie, you would make her breakfast in bed, you would give her all this love and warmth and companionship. You need to give that yourself. 
And if that means that you have to sit in bed all day and just watch TikTok or watch a movie or read, so be it. Allow yourself to sit without relishing in kind of self, uh, what's it called? I can't think of the word, but don't make yourself feel worse for the fact that you need time. Sometimes whenever I feel bad, I get stressed out at the fact that I have been feeling down now for, I don't know, three weeks I've been feeling this emotion. And I've been getting really stressed out this week because I haven't moved past the emotion, but I've realised that, okay, this is something serious and I need to give myself time. If I'm going to rush past this emotion, all I'm going to do is skip past all the reasons why I do feel like this. I'm going to ignore those reasons and just get worse with myself and treat myself even worse than I already am and therefore not ever heal. You know, it will become a bigger part of my life and I don't want it to. And the reason why I don't want it to is because, again, as I said, I want to be thinking about my dreams. I want to be, you know, doing things that make me happy and spending my time with people that make me feel good about myself. So you have to close that door. And the fourth thing that I like to do when I feel down is closing the door. I spoke to my friend and she's very, very wise. And this wasn't about my mental health. This was about a person. And she said, you have to close the door to be able to allow someone else to come into the room and open another one. You know, she said, you have to get rid of the bad people in your life to allow space for good people to come in. And it's so true. I have closed some doors. Well, I've tried to close some doors recently. And as I said, someone incredible came into my life and I'm so incredibly grateful for her. But I've learned that I don't have to surround myself with people that aren't nice to me. I don't have to surround myself by things that make me feel bad about myself. For example, I don't have to fill my journal with sadness. I can put it on a napkin and throw it away. You have to learn new habits and you have to learn the fact that people will give you so much love if you cut those other people out of it. You know, if you're surrounding yourself by people that make you feel bad about yourself and make you feel sad all the time, you're not going to be yourself and your true self to attract the right people in your life. Only when I changed into a better person and changed back into myself was when I attracted, you know, that incredible friend that I've got. Her name is Cordy and I love her with all my heart. But you have to close the door and it's really hard, but you literally have to take that key, lock it, throw it away. And you don't have to wait for anyone to come into your life. You don't have to wait for a romantic connection or wait for a new best friend. Be your own best friend. Be your own partner. You know, if you are waiting for someone to take you out on a date, take yourself out on a date. If you're waiting for someone to come into your life and buy you flowers every Sunday, go out and buy yourself flowers on Sunday. I've seen so many people talk about waiting for the right person and waiting for romantic relationships or teenage love. But I just don't think people realise that you don't you don't need it. Of course, it'll be nice. I mean, I'd probably be saying a different thing if I had a partner. But you don't need to wait for anyone if you've got yourself in your life. You know, I've got all day, all day, every single day for the rest of my life with myself. So why am I not, you know, treating myself the way my dream person would treat me? I don't have to wait for that person. That person will come into my life. But for now, I can show myself love. And I can show myself the way I should be treated and the way that I should be loved. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I really hope that you guys are open to the person that's making you feel bad about yourself. And I hope that you tell them the way that they're making you feel. And I hope that they're the right person for you. Because if they are, they'll understand that and they'll respect that. And they will change the way that they're talking to or change the way that they're treating you. If they aren't the right person and they react badly or they leave your life, see it as a good thing. Be grateful for the fact that that door should have been shut anyway. Be grateful for the fact that it's happened now and not later on. Time is such a special thing and I think that you've got the rest of your life with yourself but don't waste another six months with someone that makes you feel bad about yourself. Spend those next six months growing as a person so that say in six months when you've taught yourself all this love and you've given yourself all this time and empathy you're going to be such a different person and you'll be glowing from the inside out because you haven't got anyone else to put this voice in your head. You already have your own mental health to deal with. You shouldn't be taking on burdens from people that don't understand the fact that you might already be struggling or don't understand the fact that you have certain boundaries that they aren't respecting. Spend time with yourself, learn what you love and give yourself compassion, kindness and just fall in love with yourself because then you become such a happier person and then you are able to learn the fact that people around you aren't right for you and you don't have to people please anymore that you can cut them out and if they're right for you they'll understand and they'll go with grace and you know respect they're not right for you shut the door lock it and move on with your life because you deserve so much more I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode and if you resonated with anything going on right now and it's kind of a sticky situation or it's a tough thing to hear, I'm always here if you wanted to message me or if you ever needed any further advice. But I really hope that you fall in love with yourself because I think that you are bloody amazing. Mwah.